everyone, and welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this week, we are doing episodes... Oh, this is so hard. There's too many episodes. 17 through 24 of Lovely Horribly. I'm really glad you wrote it down, because I had a hard time even remembering how many I was supposed to watch, or I guess which ones I was supposed to watch, even when I was watching them. So... Saying it out loud, I couldn't get there. I couldn't. I couldn't come up with something that that those numbers. No, if I could just multiply by two, I could probably figure it out. But I cannot. At what cost? <laughs> the price is too high. Um. So yeah, lots of stuff going on. Lots happened. I regret committing to this show. It's it's all right. It's not my favorite show ever, though. Yeah. I feel that. There are some aspects of it that I really, really like, um, and plenty that I don't really care for. For me, I think what's ruining this the most is the romance. It's tearing me apart. It's tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> like, they even have a scene. Okay, we're just gonna jump around, because I don't care. They have a scene where Philip sees P.D. Lee and... All soon together having a happy little date time. They're not on an actual date, but young man tells him that they're on a date, and Philip's like, "All right, well, she looks happy at least, and they do look happy, and Philip seems fine with it. I'm okay with it." And show like this is a drama. Isn't he supposed to like her? I don't want him to like get out of the car and throw punches, but he actually seems pretty fine with it. And then. Two scenes later, they're making out in an elevator. And I'm like, really aggressively making out in an elevator? Really weird. I thought I thought it was a pervert for liking the make-out scenes in the last show we watched so much, Her Private Life. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I know that I'm not, because that was really weirding me out. Yeah, no. they That was a lot. I think a, a fair amount of it was the angle at which they decided <laughs> to shoot that scene. They just couldn't fit a whole camera in the elevator, so they left a GoPro on the floor. Yep. Yikes. Also, I just, I don't understand this couple at all. I don't care about them being together. I don't, they don't seem to care about them being together. That's what I'm saying. They have these intense breakups. They have these intense getting back togethers. Like, this scene at the very end of episode 24, where, uh homeboy philip says like no more necklaces no more ghosts it's just you and me babe like that was a pretty good speech i was into it but there's so much that happened in these four episodes or these eight episodes and before that's like you guys are a mess also yeah when they're together i just feel like they're really good friends that (laughs) (laughs) like hanging out i don't know like when they go and sit on that bench to be alone and it's just them in the rain chatting and she's like sitting like a foot away from him and it's like, cool, you guys are having such a good conversation. <laughs> I don't even remember what it's about. I don't remember what they talked about. I don't even remember that scene. Was that when they went on a date? I think so. Well, they were at the... I think they were at the recording studio and they were having a conversation and then people were trying to interrupt them by asking them to get back to work and <laughs> looking for them. And so they decided to just run off 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like a sort of date. All their dates are really bad. And I know that that's part of their like bad luck is that they can never have a good, nice date. But yeah, they've got not a lot of chemistry between them. So we need like a good date. And they've not got that either. Nope. They are good friends. <laughs> good you, guys, friends. you guys seem like great friends. And I'm not saying PD Lee is in the clear or that he's my uh vote for who ends up with Olsun just cuz she doesn't seem that interested in him mm-hmm. but uh there yeah. was a point in time when they kind of had like a build toward her seeing him as a romantic option and i miss that time there yeah that was a real shift and i get it he ruined his chances by uh being knowing her as a kid which is what you'd expect all these dramas are like everyone knows each other's as kids that's really cute and these guys are like she's turning him down but she's like maybe after the drama we can circle back to this i'm interested you're very interested and at the time he kind of laughs it off and i honestly thought he didn't have a crush on her but then he does have a crush on her and then she's like you're my little brother i can't tell who cares about who in this show no one really cares for anyone no one cares about anyone except for yoon ah who cares about people so much (laughs) that she has to light other people on fire and except for that one bandmate who really likes philip but also really hates him yeah there's a lot going on um I liked the big Yuna reveal. I am—I know that they gave us all the clues that were building up to that, and we were supposed to figure it out before, but I just really love a good spell-it-out, show-what-happened scene. Yeah. You're smarter than I am, so you probably were like, I know, I know that Yuna—I know what how that scene played out before it happened. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I definitely, I can't remember what I said about Yuna last time, honestly, so maybe I'm flip-flopping, but I knew she was up to something, or, like, had had something to do with what happened to Ramen, and, I mean, confirmed, the first time Raquel's been right about a theory in a while. (laughs) It's a good theory, it's a murder theory. Yeah. I thought that was exciting. Yuna is really bringing her all with being a real villain. Yeah. She, uh... She's pretty terrifying. I'd say, like, one of the the more unsettling villains of a show. There's something about someone that thinks they can control others' actions by killing everyone around that person that really, really gets to the core of <laughs> human Crazy. terror. Yeah. yeah. And she's so two-faced. She does, she plays her part of doting girlfriend who is not an actual girlfriend so well. And like the sweet, naive, innocent background character that she started out as. You actually start to feel a little bit bad for her in the situation that she's in for a minute. No No more. No Mm -hmm. more. Now she's murdering. You see her true, true face. I love it. Oh, and then she poisoned uh freaking writer key at the end who i thought was going to be the villain they are doing a very good job of of subverting my expectation of who the villain is going to be because at first i thought it was going to be the guy that was trying to murder philip a lot uh-huh and, and then i thought oh not him writer key uh-huh and now new plot twist definitely the uh definitely you know so and 
Next it'll be the ghost. I thought a ghost would matter at some point as a villain. No. Right? Because I think that was the thing, is you couldn't tell what was going on with Ryder Key. You knew she wasn't a good person, but then she makes a deal with a evil ghost, who I assume is evil ramen. But I just thought, I don't know. Especially that last scene, I thought it would go so differently. I thought ramen was smart enough to not be tricked by Yuna, but I don't know if ramen is like, I'm a ghost, I can't be poisoned like i will Ryder key will die and i will leave her body and haunt again i don't know what the plan is there but it seems mm-hmm. like ramen was like inhabiting possessing Ryder key so i just thought so much would happen in that scene where between Ryder key and yuna and nothing did it went exactly according to yuna's plan it worked out perfectly the, i guess what this show has really taught me is that in the end ghosts are pretty useless if they do <laughs> exist can't even keep you safe from a murderer. Okay. Also, what is happening with Philip's mom? Whose mom is she? Who's Whose side is she on? I think that's a really interesting storyline. I think they've done a really good job with it because it's very human. Uh, mm-hmm. If you listen to the podcast, Raquel and I flip-flop every week on who we like and who we don't like. <laughs> but it's crazy that one one episode philip gets shot and he meets his mom in like the afterlife and his mom's like you have to go back you have to live on my son and then 10 days later he meets her in the restaurant and she's like you stole my daughter's life and you must give it back i'm very guilty about the choices that have been made yeah she's a uh, real back and forth what's happening doesn't that I guess mean that Philip has to die? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just really, really hard for me to decide, like, to hate her now that I know that a lot of her actions are based on, at first, want, just wanting her son to live, and then later not being able to live with her choices of dooming another child. Whereas before, I did think it was a little more fucked up that she had, when we all thought that she was trying to doom soon to save her kid. I don't know. I personally yeah. thought it was a little bit worse. It's nice that she's more human and that the fates aligned so that she had to kind of raise soon after she saw the consequences of her actions. It's really interesting. I don't... I'm really curious where it fits in that... There's a scene where Philip Yu is becoming more famous, and the director tells him that his mom is here to visit, and he's like, I won't see her. She can see me on the TV if she wants. I'm really curious where that fits in in her timeline, because she raised him, then she abandoned him out of guilt, I think? And then he becomes famous, and she's like, now I want to see you again. And that's, like, perfectly according to his plan, that he just wanted to make her quote-unquote jealous or like regret leaving him i just don't get why she went to see him that seems really weird to me yeah i almost wondered i i honestly can't really rationalize what is going on with with what she's doing the only thing i could think to rationalize what she was doing was maybe yeah if it if she thought it was maybe bad luck for him that he loses his mom or his mom stays away or his mom doesn't raise him which is to say, if your luck is bad enough, maybe you won't die? I have no clue. I was trying to rationalize it. I still can't, though. I can't work out this luck puzzle. Mm-mm. Or who is lucky and who's not, and who has whose luck at any given point of in time. Yeah. 
um, the back and forth. I'm not good at playing this game. But also, I really, I really am enjoying the show and I'm getting into it as much as I trash talk it and say that I'm not into it. I do like some aspects of it, but I am not a big believer in like the whole concept of one person's bad luck being another person's good luck. There mm-hmm. may be some out there who truly believe this. Uh, so maybe that's why I have a hard time making guesses. And maybe that's why it's fun to watch. But to me, I, I maybe that's also why I really liked Philip's speech at the end of like, the whole like luck and fate thing that we keep talking about, let's stop with that and just like date like normal i'm ready i'm ready for that see how yeah yeah let's give up on that and i don't know even though i think the whole luck and fate thing does make it a more interesting storyline it does get to a point where it's too back and forth or too convoluted where i just i can't track it anymore y'all can't track it anymore either date or don't yeah it honestly doesn't matter to me especially the freaking the stupid thing where Olsun talks to Yuna and Yuna's like, he's just using you as a shield to deflect his bad luck. And Olsun is like, I could have sworn she knew that. But suddenly she's surprised and is like, I can't be with you anymore. And then they get back together and then Philip finds out the same thing from P.D. Lee. And I was ready for him to be jumping ship. And my heart cannot handle you two's indecision based on good luck and bad luck like stop over it over it honestly just don't even be together actually i've made i've made up my mind i do care what you do break up do break it up. there's so many people in the world there's so many people in the world mm-hmm. i'm sure that you two will find love with reasonable people that don't make you miserable uh maybe even you philip maybe even you philip i would be surprised but People seem to like you for some reason. Got good looks. You got the looks. That's all you need, really. And he's becoming a person through this show, as with many K-dramas that start off with the uh, douchebag male lead. He slowly learns to become a human. Oh, my favorite trope. Watching someone be terrible and then become marginally less terrible. Go be free, Philip. Now that you have learned all that we can teach you, go date someone else. What else? Oh, remember when her mom decided to raise cattle in San Francisco? She's so okay, so her mom just lives like a couple hours away in Korea, right? And she's lying about being in San Francisco. And every time she visits her now, she's just asking for money. She literally has to be lying about living in San Francisco. Y'all. There's no cows there. There's no cows there. I think most of our audience is American. Uh But if anyone has little to no context of what San Francisco is, big city, big, large, no room for cattle city. No. I think that's why Philip insisted on taking her to the airport, and she was like, I'll just take a bus. I think she lives on a farm in Korea. Okay, I didn't pick up that part. I was not paying attention. I was just pretty angry that (laughs) she she was uh, apparently living in the States raising cattle. In no, San Francisco. No. Yeah, there's plenty of places to raise cattle in the States, but San Francisco is not one of them. No. No, she's just a just a douchebag. Yeah, what a cool mom. What's if she, what's the point of her? I don't know. If she was my mom, I'd pick a different mom too though. <laughs> Cause oh 
okay, it is one thing to divorce your husband and be like, he is overcome by greed, like, we just don't, it's not working. Divorce is a thing that happens. And even granting custody of your child to your ex is something that happens. But I'm pretty sure if then your ex dies and your child is like 15, 14, 12, I don't know how old she was when her dad died. But your child is now an orphan living alone. Like, how did she not know that? Did nobody send her a message? Was nobody at the funeral like, hey, so I remember your dad was a single father raising you. Let's try and find who your mom is since you're a child. Since you literally don't have a way of taking care of yourself, you go to school and you go do judo and that's all you have. You don't have an income or a parent here present to watch over you. What is happening in this gay drama? What is happening in this gay drama? Nobody noticed? Nobody thought to ask, like, where's your mom? And she was like, like... She's a child, so I can't blame her for being like, I don't know where she is, I can't afford to, like, try and find the mom who abandoned me just to ask her for money. Yeah, she shows up periodically, but she typically asks me for money, so... So, rough going. Yeah, she's got a bigger heart than I do to be like, yeah, you're welcome back in my life, because I found Anytime. a mom. Yeah. And there's, yeah, I couldn't tell... I think she said it was like three years since she last visited, so obviously they had a coming back together at some point. We didn't get to see that. Yeah, that wasn't part of our uh, our viewership. We just get to assume that their relationship is decent. Like, what? What? I don't know. I don't think... I, I just don't have a big enough heart, I guess, to give all my earnings to a mom that abandoned me and left me on the streets. Nope. Um, neither of our moms did that. Our moms are actual angels. Mm-hmm. But if they weren't, never forgive, never forget. That's what I recommend. <laughs> oh, soon. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else happened in this K-drama? I don't know. Uh, Philip got some friends. That's a nice storyline. I do yeah. like his friend, who's real weird. Yeah. <laughs> the one that chops me and cries, or does baking and cries. I don't I think, think he's, he's a, ba- a baker. Okay, yeah. Got it in two. Baker and cries and loves Philip more than his heart can handle and hates Philip deep More than his, his heart, heart can handle. More than his heart can handle. <laughs> he's the best. He he's is really not good. a person. He's a character. That's why yeah. he's funny. When he says stuff uh, along the lines of, uh, oh, remember that? Remember why we all hated you? I know I do. <laughs> I almost forgot. I almost forgot, but I feel it right now. <laughs> Yikes. I love it. And there's, uh, oh, I didn't realize that Young Man was younger than Ulsun. Is that offensive that I thought he was older than all of them? I thought he was the only real adult in the show. Nope. Mm-mm. He's a young man. <laughs> young man is a young man. Surprise. Twist And he wants to know the end of that K-drama. Well, I feel like they were supposed to include another line where he explains, like, I know you're telling the future, and I worry that Philip's in danger, so just tell me the end. But instead, they just made, like, a pseudo-funny scene, and then they cut it off. Yeah. That was a weird one. That was a weird one. Um, what was the second to last episode? What number was that? The second to last? 23. Okay, uh, 
that was a lot of time jumping. What happened? The, I forgot. Well, one second she's like walking away from him and they're breaking up, and then it's showing her ratings versus his ratings, and then he's at her house watching her sleep in the sun, and then he is sleeping on the ground somewhere, and then I have no clue how much time has passed. No clue. The drama isn't finished, so it can't be that long. But does it say? Does it say how much time passed? And I just did not pay no. attention. Mm-mm. They do not mark time. You just gotta know, Raquel. You just gotta assume they have hormones like teenagers, and every day and every night are vastly different because they are moving quickly. They've got stuff inside of themselves that they need to work out. So fast. Raquel is, like, not impressed with this explanation. I honestly thought your screen froze. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I lost her. I was just uh, thinking. I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't know. I'm playing just, devil's advocate. I was trying to be there for you, and clearly I betrayed myself. <laughs> oh, there's a slow nod at the end, so I knew I knew that you were there. Um <laughs> I don't know what's happening either, and that's, I think, the theme of this show. Spooky, but you don't know what's happening. <laughs> and that has been our entire review of this show, and there's no more to review. There's I'm no just... more to review, because they got together, that's what we wanted to happen. Ramen and Kiyun Young are dead. You know, we uh, are gonna write... Right in the ending right now that she gets arrested for murder, double murder. I think that ties everything up. I honestly can't tell if I am supposed to like ramen ghost or hate ramen ghost. I feel like you're supposed to like ramen person and you're not supposed to like ramen ghost. It seems like she's uh, gotten a little messed up in her transition to ghosthood and... She's a little, she's like half ghost, where she's good ramen, and half poltergeist, where she hates everybody that Philip loves. That's what I think. This is my fan theory. I have no I like idea it. what's going on, but it's spooky. Yeah. I kind of like it. I like that theory. She is helping to solve murders in the weirdest way, her own murder, mm. which is pretty cool. Getting writer key to write it all down. And yeah. also, hopefully... I like that this there's a storyline, this weird side story, where the detectives really don't trust Ryder Key, and they're watching her super closely. I'm into that. I think that's fun. I do like that, because I'm so used to the cops in a K-drama being very suspicious of the wrong person, mm-hmm. and it's really cool to see the cops suspicious of the right person. Mm-hmm. I dig it. I'm here for it. I dig it. I love a good, like, I know nothing about cops, but I like to think this is a more real representation in that you watch cop shows and the cops are, like, super cool and they're doing lots of fun stuff. And then you watch FBI shows and the cops are, like, bumbling idiots where they always need help from the higher-ups. I like this show where it's, like, they've got struggles like i loved the scene where they were like we got the order that we can keep like ki and young has a travel ban 
we got it. And they're like, yes! They're like celebrating because they did a thing. They got a thing passed. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, yes, bureaucracy didn't fail us for once. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. That's fun because it's not a cop drama, so we don't need to spend too much time on them. But we can celebrate their little victories against the enemy that we know is there, the real villain. Yeah. who they are fighting slowly but surely. Yeah, high five, bros. Actually, I would totally watch their buddy cop movie. <laughs> just a movie. We don't need a whole drama. No, not a whole spin-off drama. Just one quick spin-off movie, and I am good to go. I'm into it. If we could get Chi Cheng Wook in this, and those <laughs> two guys, we've got a dream team. Yes. What if Chi Cheng Wook is their boss, the new rookie that works for them? He works in the, the mail room. The he intern. The mail room is coffee. He could be anything. He's a versatile actor. He's so good at everything he does. <laughs> he just has to be in it because the rest of it. Of the movies about them pushing papers and going through the bureaucracy to try and catch criminals. It's not super fascinating. That's why Ji Ching Wook is there. It's a good time. I'd watch yeah. it. Yeah. So that's Lovely Horribly and their spin-off movie of Lovely Cops. Horribly Cops. <laughs> good Cops. Bad Cops. We're not great with titles. No. We're working on it. It's it. We're workshopping it. We'll uh, we'll bring you the polished copy when we're ready to uh, produce it. Cause we're pr- producers. I'll make a poster in MS Paint, <laughs> and we'll be set. Yeah, I think that's all you need to make a movie to produce a movie is a poster to tell people that you've made it. A poster, a title, a half baked idea, and three actors. <laughs> Get these girls a... Emmy. Emmy. (laughs) A Grammy. No, that's not right. Get them a Peabody. (laughs) A Pulitzer? Pulitzer? Nobel Prize? Ooh. Amen high. We need to stop. (laughs) A Bus Stop Girl Award. (gasps) Get these girls a Bus Stop Girl Award. (laughs) The highest honor. The highest honor there is. There is. We do very little. We get lots of recognition. That's the Bus Stop Girl Award. <laughs> There's no Bus Stop Girl in this drama. We could really use one. She yeah. has to fix a lot. I'm trying to think of any character that's done a good turn. Zilch. Yeah. Zilch. We're not there. Everyone's, everyone who's in this has too much of a part. Yeah. Yeah. Stop giving people parts. Why couldn't freaking Philip's cute baker friend... Just be a bus stop girl. Why is he keep having to come back? Or maybe one of the cops. Maybe the judge that got the order to the the no fly zone order. Keen Young is the bus stop girl. (laughs) Unseen, unheard bus stop girl. (laughs) Maybe if these detectives arrest Yuna and Keen Young, they can be our bus stop girls. Yeah. Can you imagine what a good day for their careers? They caught two lady criminals two lady criminals dang that's a record mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's Wait. a lot of death in this show sorry you were about to say something else I was but about i'm to just wrap it up so like keep okay. going i have one other thing i want to say it's about death okay. um all of the people that have died in this show were females nope a dad has died two dads okay we're good i was concerned the two dads gong 
Uh, yeah, oh, the, yeah, the murderer. Walked right into the ocean. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was being irrational. I worry sometimes, though, that we're just making women victims or villains. So actually, we're good. We're they're good. both victims they're, and villains. They're so. villainizing themselves because uh, the women who are alive are villains. The women who are dead are villains. Uh, it's their fault for not passing on. There's a mom who is both a villain and not a villain at the same time. Get, 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 get out of here. Go to the other side already. Please. Mama Y'all need to chill. Ramen, obviously. Obviously, Ramen. Yuna, who, I just want to say, she is a real villain. I love to hate her. She mm-hmm. honestly impressed me a lot, running after Ramen in her high heels. She yeah. fast. Yeah. She is quick. She is quick. <gasps> I want to tell you something stupid that I found out. Okay. I was looking up Olsun, the actor behind Olsun, whose name I cannot remember. I should look that up. Um, just because I was interested in what she's like, what she's about. Mm -hmm. Apparently, she has spent most of her career on a show called Running Man, which I've never watched, but I've heard of. Yeah, because it's like a big deal. She's been on it for like almost 10 years now. And apparently, it's like a very physically strenuous show. Like, girl is fit. They call her the ace. Like, how dope is that? Look at what you. Is, what is Running Man about? Y'all, I feel like I should know this. Because yeah. I've definitely heard Running Man a lot before, and I cannot believe that I have no clue exactly what Running Man is. We grew up in America. Are there many variety shows in America? They seem to be very popular in Japan and Korea. Yeah, there's not really variety so much as just straight-up reality shows. Mm-hmm. Survivor is... Yeah, Survivor is very good. Is it? I've never watched it. I have watched many seasons of Survivor. <laughs> Can't wait for our Survivor fan cast, <laughs> where I explain seasons of Survivor to you. Let's watch Survivor together, and you can tell me what it's all about. Yes. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I just was very impressed by her physical fitness. I ran a 5K two weeks ago, and I have not run since, because I hate running. I haven't run since you left the country, so... It sucks. Running is the worst. Physical fitness is just awful, so... How do y'all do it? I know every one of you out there is hitting the gym every day. Good for you. Like, give yourself a pat on the back if you are like us and you don't enjoy physical fitness, but unlike us, you actually do it. Because you are a champion. Yep. Give yourself two pats on the back if you actually like physical fitness, because you are blessed. And if you don't like it and don't do it, just know that we're with you. You get no pats, but you got a big group hug. Yep. You got some camaraderie. You got some squishy group hugs coming from your <laughs> not very muscular friends over at Plan K. Coming at ya. We're soft. Some people would say that's not good. Won't be like too it. tight, though. Won't be good too hugs. tight. Won't be tight because we don't have the strength. <laughs> we seriously could not physically crush you. You are so safe with us. Stay here in the warmth of Plan K forever. So... I'm really, I'm so sorry that I don't have more to say about Lovely Horribly this week. Sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. 
I need to get back into my like spooky late night watching because that was a good vibe going. A good time for it. That was a good time for it. That makes it how it's supposed to be, I think. Yeah, it's just a nighttime show. I do like, I mean, the spookier the episode, the better the episode. Well said. (laughs) Thank you. We kill the poet. We kill the rapper. What's your rapper name, Em? Easy, easy. What's your rapper name? I used to have one, but I can't remember. Dollar Store Beyonce. Dollar Store Beyonce. That was it. (laughs) Super cool. Uh, (laughs) Goodbye. Uh, I'm excited. Just eight more episodes, y'all. Yep, and then we get to know how this-ish wraps up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up like the cut on your hand so we don't have to keep looking at it. (laughs) If you actually wanted to talk about the drama and not about the last ten minutes of whatever this was, um, (laughs) please let us know how you feel about any part of it or the whole thing or tell us if we're wrong or tell us if we're right. The best place to do that is on our email. It's playonkpodcast at gmail.com. And we will totally reply to you. We love to hear from you. We will send you an email back. We will be, we will celebrate for the rest of our lives. A good place to tell us if you exercise or not. Tell us your rapper name. Tell us anything about the last 10 minutes and whatever happened here is Twitter. We are at Leon K. Send us a short little hey that's like super random and we will not remember what the context is. I'm excited for that. Yeah, uh, you can give us a review and please be gentle. Uh, We know that we have our faults, but we love you for reviewing us. And if you could give us five stars and just like drop a little blurb in, we'll totally say your name on the podcast Uh, that you can do all of that over on iTunes and we're just play on K. Then we have a website with all of our past episodes. You can leave a comment on each episode and you can sign up for a newsletter to find out when we start a new drama. That's playonk.com. We have a theme song. I'm sure you heard it and you're probably hearing it right now. It's by James Paul Hevel. We love him. We love everything he does. And we love him. And we love you guys for listening. Join us next week for the finale of Lovely Horribly. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.